Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Bible in Order Faith Friday special edition here with my friend Brianna Lightfoot-Smith, who believes a peaceful home and a purposeful brand can coexist. She's a God girl, a business owner, a productivity coach, a systems strategist. She loves helping women, especially fellow moms, gain clarity and confidence. As someone who has passed out in her car at seven months pregnant, she's extremely passionate about helping people create a life they love without burning out in the process. You can connect with Brianna on her website at BriannaLightfootSmith.com or on Instagram at BeLightfootSmith. Brianna, thank you so much for being here. It's such an honor. I've enjoyed getting to know you so far. Thank you. Thank you for having me, David. Oh, it's such a privilege. Why are why are we here today? I mean, obviously I put a post out there looking for guests and you wanted to throw your name in the hat and I'm so glad we connected, but what's your main goal for being here with us today? Whenever I speak, whether it's, you know, doing workshops or being on a podcast or, you know, I shared offline with you that I do Wednesday Bible studies on Zoom. Um, it's really coming from a, a desire to either equip um, to encourage or to educate. And in the best situations, it's all three, right? Um, in a really fun, some, 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 sometimes it gets fun and there's even entertaining, right? And a fourth E, but that's really my, my desire is just to educate um, women and people in general on what it means to live a purposeful life and also to equip them with the tools that they need for that and then encourage them, you know, from a mindset perspective, because I think sometimes we look at people and we think like, man, they've got it all together. And it seems like they, everything just goes so easy for them. And I like to kind of pull back the curtain on that because even in being someone who I feel like I'm very much in alignment with the, the will of God and the plans that he has for me, I still have my struggles and I still have my days of wanting to get places quicker than he's leading, right? And so um, that's really my objective for today is to educate, encourage, equip, um, and in an ideal situation, do all three for everyone who's listening. Awesome. Can you talk a little bit about your life now, your business now? I mean, you. I, I don't want to I'm not definitely not putting you down because you're somebody who speaks with a lot of wisdom. Like I respect what you're saying and where you're coming from, but you seem kind of young. Can you share like a little bit about who you are and, and where you are in your ministry and in your business these days? Yes. So first I take no offense to that. People have told me for a really long time that I'm like an old soul. And it's funny because when I survey and not survey as in like I'm taking <laughs> names and numbers, but when I just do a visual survey of kind of the environments God has placed me in over the years, I'm kind of always around older people, right? I've, I've typically been the younger one in my friend group. Um, even the, the church that I attend now is, which is the church I went to uh, when I was a kid. Um, most of the church is like 60 plus. And, you know, I learn a lot from them. I glean a lot from them. And so, um, my, my life has really been one of 
surrender. And I know that that's not a sexy word. It's not a word that, you know, we like to, especially we're like, no, I, I created this. I made this thing. Right. I know that in the world, there's so much talk about manifestation and making the things that you want to happen. And I'm like, actually, my life hasn't really been like that. My life has been more so a man plans his way and the Lord establishes his steps. And um, I tell people the best parts of my life are things that I made no plans of, right? So um, I've written four books. And I remember my dad telling me like, years ago he's like you should write books you should just be an author and I was like daddy I'm not I don't have anything to say to people I don't have anything that I like I'm not gonna write any books dad but thank you he's like that would just be so awesome so okay so now fast forward and I've written books right um I love speaking that is something I also never thought of that I would do I remember a friend inviting me back at one of our churches in New Orleans, she invited me to speak at a girls retreat. And I told her, and she had to remind me that I said this, I said, Oh, I don't speak, I write. And so I can write something down and just read what I wrote. And she was like, if that's what you want to do, then okay, right. (laughs) And so and now I speak and, and people are always just taken aback by like, no way you haven't always done this. And so um I really feel like I am the example of what scripture says in, I believe it's first Corinthians, like consider your calling brothers. Not many of you are wise, right? No, not many of you are of noble birth. Um, like you guys didn't have these credentials that you came into the faith with, like, but God chose the foolish things to confound the wise things. And so I, I really feel like that is, uh, a great summary of kind of where I, I am in life. I'm, you know, I work in uh, ministry with uh, youth. I work with my business, you know, that you just shared about primarily with moms, but also with other business owners. And a lot of the business owners are, are believers, right? Um, I recently started a kind of media production company to help people. It's called Be Light Media. And it's literally helping um, believers illuminate the marketplace because I'm like, we're living in really dark times. And I think it's important for us as the church to show up in our gifts. And, you know, that doesn't always look like a platform. Sometimes it's like, yeah, you're an insurance agent, but every person that you talk to is someone you're able to witness to. Yeah. You run a credit union, um, but you're able to share the gospel with your clients. And you're also able to teach them financial stewardship and how we take Mm -hmm. good care of the things that God has given. And so, like I said, my life is just full of so many things. And it took me a really long time to be okay with that because I, I had this Okay, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to graduate from college. I'm going to write for this news, uh, this magazine publication. I'm going to maybe get married around my 30s. Maybe we'll have a kid. Maybe not. And like none of those things happen. I mean, I I did get married, but I got married at 24. I have three children, right? Back to back to back. That was not planned either, right? Like I have this uh, ministry that I work with with my church. I have a nonprofit. I have this media, and it's like all this stuff. But, and I remember when I was, I was really struggling with that. And God said, like, what if it's all of it? Because I was like, okay, God, like, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to do this? You want me to do this? Do you want me to do this? And he was like, what if it's all of it? Mm -hmm. And that doesn't necessarily mean do it all alone, but 
one of my friends who's also a pastor, he said, you know, Bree, like I didn't wake up and think about writing a book today. Like the fact that you even think about certain things shows that that's something that God has uniquely placed on the inside of you. And so like, like scripture talks about stir up the gift, right? If, if let, and let go of the outcome. Cause I think sometimes we're like, well, God, you gave me this thing. And so it has to produce this in this way in this timeline. And he's like, would you just give the gift back to me and trust that either the assignment was maybe limited and it's actually had a wider scope of impact than you realize, or um, it's bigger, but there's more coming and it's just not going to look as quick and as packaged as you think it should look. Yeah. Brianna. So you have so much going on and clearly God is using you and he's using you. He's allowing you to partner with him to be a blessing to many others. But where did your faith start? What was it like growing up in church for you? Growing up in church always felt natural. Um, The church that I went to actually owned a school. And so it was just like we got to see the same people seven days a week, right? We're at church on Sunday. We had a class together Monday through Friday. Saturday, you were either on the youth usher board or you were in uh, the youth choir. And so we'd see them there. I tell people, you know, we had the dynamic of you, you, you bragged about who got baptized first. Like, and I just tell my parents, I thank them regularly because I was like, I, I asked him, I said, did you realize the impact y'all were having just by putting us in this one spot, right? Like y'all in the, the church that we went to, again, that I'm in now, that's the church my dad went to in college. Like wow. it was right down the street from his college and they used to do shuttle buses. And so that's where he ended up going. And then when him and my, my mom started dating, he brought her and they got married there. And like, then wow. they had kids and they raised their kids. To, and like, and then it's crazy because now they're raising their grandchildren there. And I'm like, you all, I know our millennial generation, we hop, skip and jump all the time, but there is, I cannot, I cannot deny the richness that has come from them willing to, their willingness to be planted. Right. And my parents come from a, they both had broadcast journalism backgrounds, radio, television, and film. And so they had opportunities to go other places and offers to go other places. But my dad was always like, we could have gone, but we just didn't want to uproot you and your sister. Um, and everything that they did, the sacrifices that they made, you know, that my mom and my dad made, like, I would not be where I am now. Us going to that church, me growing up in the Christian school, um, me developing a love for writing, going to the high school that I went to, going to the college that I went to, because literally my uh, my journalism teacher at my high school was like, so I'm going to have you meet up with Catherine, who was our editor in chief that graduated and went to Mizzou. She's like, you guys need to talk. And because everyone had been telling me, God was literally saying, you need to go to Mizzou. You get, and it was coming from everywhere. And, but her li- linking up, making a coffee date with me and, and our former editor in chief to tell me the reasons why I need to go to Mizzou literally like cemented everything. And Mizzou's where I met my husband, Mizzou, you know, like, mm-hmm. so it's just, the ripple effect of everything was a beauty, but all of it literally started being that church girl, the church kid. And I think that, you know, while some people be like, oh my gosh, that's, you lived a sheltered life. It literally created that firm foundation, right. That we talk about and building our house on rock versus on sand. And 
um, while it was a shell shock when I ended up going to public school for the first time, I think it also created this understanding of I know who I am and I know whose I am. And so even if I'm in these different environments, like that's those things are not going to change about me. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the same kind of environment that I, I'm creating, creating for my children and even the students that I serve in our ministry. I'm like, hey, these are the opportunities you may have to share the gospel. Not everybody that you go to school with is going to believe in Jesus Christ, but here's how you can show the love of Christ to them. Like, yeah. So I, I love it. I would not be the person that I am <clears throat> if I had not grown up in the church, hadn't you know seen my mom and my dad faithfully serve. Uh, my mom, is su- she has such a servant's heart and is always like going above and beyond, but like in an undercover way where you wouldn't even know that she was the one who did the thing, you know? And so I feel like growing up in that environment has just been such a blessing. And and I could have never predicted being back here, but now that I am, it's just like, wow, God, you tell the best stories. You tell the yeah. best stories. Brianna, as as I listen to you, I'm I'm thinking of the parable of the mustard seed and how it's the smallest of seeds, but it it grows and it becomes the largest plant in the garden, like a tree where the birds of the air are nesting. And so it is with the kingdom of heaven. It starts off small, but it it incorporates every aspect of our life as we grow it just becomes more and more and more and everything either has to become part of that or it just gets crowded out i think for those of us who are continually pressing in how do you incorporate your faith into your business when you're serving fellow moms absolutely um i pray before my meetings with moms um I'm very intentional. I actually even have a, a alarm that goes off on my phone every day that says pray for clients. Um, ironically enough, God has brought me all these women who happen to be believers as well, right? Because it's not, it's kind of one of those Esther moments, right? That there's nothing on my website that's like, for faith-based entrepreneurs. And sometimes I even talk to God about that. I'm like, do you want me to put that? Because you know, if you tell me, I'm going to do it. But I've never felt compelled to do that. And even in that, I think through my walk, um, that I attract other believers, but also I'm not, I'm not ashamed of it either, right? Like I, I had an opportunity to speak at a university earlier this year and I don't remember what came. We were literally talking about your ideal customer avatar, and even in that, I had a conversation was like, yeah, I'm a believer in Jesus Christ, da, 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 you know, was able to weave that in and ended up working with two clients who also were believers. And so, you know, I think it's it's one of the I guess I just feel led to say, like, if there's anyone who's listening, who feels like the two things cannot coexist or you have to compartmentalize your faith, you don't. And I, I feel like that's actually the advantage of running your own business. You're not in a place where it's like, oh, I have to separate church and state. I have to know this. You're a believer in Jesus Christ and you can share that. And I know a coach, um, she has a community for women and on her FAQs on, on, the, on her website, it says like, do you have to be a follower of Jesus Christ to be a part of this community? And she says, you don't, but know that I will be praying in the name of Jesus. I will be mentioning the Bible during our sessions. And so if that's fine with you, it's fine with me. So I yeah. think that yeah. just kind of showing up with that boldness is really important because 
we're bold with so many other things. We're bold with the, the, the teams that we support, right? The sports teams we support. We're bold on the sidelines at our kids, like soccer games and, 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 and uh, gymnastics tournaments and all these other things. And so I feel like it's important for us to know, um, especially if you are really, you're literally being spirit led, he gonna come up anyway. So trying to hide him is, is kind of silly because yeah. you just find yourself talking about it. You're like, oh, well, I hope that I didn't offend them. Well, that's really not your job to worry about if you've offended people or not. It's your job to be a light for Christ. Yeah. So don't, don't put a basket over that lamp. Mm-hmm. Um, you said you pray a lot of times before meetings. Have you ever been in a situation where God has directly given you insight into how best to help somebody? Do you have a success oh my story gosh. or something like that? All the time, David, all the time. So a uh, cool moment, you know, I, uh, there's a, a mom, she's still in part of my community now. We started working together and she came to me initially for brand, like visual branding, right? Because I tell people your brand is not your logo. I know that's what people think, but your brand is actually not your logo. Your brand is your, the essence of your company. What are your values? What are the, how do people feel when they interact with you and your company? And so she came to me for visual branding, which is the logo and website design and all that jazz. And as I was prepping stuff, I really felt the Holy Spirit was like, you need to work with her you know, as a coach. And I had never coached before. So I was like, God, I don't know how to coach. I don't know. Like, well, you know, I'm gonna get on here and say what, you know, and but I just I couldn't shake that feeling. And so I told her that I said, hey, I'm gonna do everything I said, I'm gonna get, you know, get you your logo, your brand kit, your colors, all of that. I said, but would you be open to doing some sessions with me? You know, I think we'll do like three or four. And these are some of the things we'll go over. And she was like, oh, yeah, definitely. And David, every time we finished <clears throat> our sessions, she would be like, oh, my gosh, this is incredible. And like, you are so gifted and talented. And I would hang up the phone and be like, what? What do you mean? You know, I'm like, but it was literally the not by power, not by might, but by my Holy Spirit yeah. being made manifest yeah. in that. Because even now, sometimes I'll I met with one of my clients last week and we prayed before we started. And then I started talking and I was like, that's amazing. That's a brilliant idea. You know, but I'm like, it just was coming out of my mouth. And I'm like, oh, and she's like, oh my gosh, I feel so much better. This is such a perfect plan. And I'm like, and I told, and, and she's one of my, uh, my, uh, clients who's a believer. I said, girl, you know, that was Jesus. I don't know. Like, and, and I don't try to come off as being ignorant because yes, God has blessed me. And I've had a lot of experiences with things and I have learned a lot, but I will not lie to you. Sometimes stuff comes out of my mouth and I'm like, wow, that was very insightful. (laughs) Yeah. Whenever you have a great thought, that's too good to have come out of your own brain. It's probably Jesus. (laughs) Right. Uh, Right. So Brianna, what's your plan going forward? I mean, you've got three boys, two, four, and six. You're have a great marriage. You're, you're busy in, in the ministry at church and with all of these businesses and nonprofits and all the things that you're doing. What's next for you? Great question. Um, it's really my desire to open up a coffee shop and co-working space for moms that would have built-in childcare because I know what it's like to be on the Zoom calls and trying to do sign language in the back because your kids are like screaming or wrestling or like 
you know, slamming each other's heads into the couch and you're trying to keep your composure on screen, but still being like, stop doing that. Don't hit them like that, you know? And so being able to create an environment for moms where they can come and really do deep work um, is important, but also feel like their children are being cared for. Because when I say childcare, I don't just mean like, oh, drop them in this room and we'll have soft play toys and all that jazz. Yes, we will have that for the younger kids and stuff, but it's really my desire to create a curriculum um, that would be taught to these kids. And, you know, I, I anticipate probably attracting a lot of homeschool moms like myself who want to feel like, dang, I'm not I took this meeting, which means that like, I'm not working on this lesson with them. You know, I really want to be able to come alongside moms and partner with them because I do think it's very easy to kind of be all or nothing in motherhood and entrepreneurship and feeling like, okay, I'm giving all I have to my business and my children are being neglected or I'm giving everything to my children, but I'm, my business is being neglected. And I really want to create a space for moms where it's like both, both of these things can be true and you can fulfill the things that God's put on your heart to do. You can also steward very well over the children that you've been given. And um, that's really my desire. One of my, like, I would say three to five year goals is just creating that space for moms. And I would love it to become a franchise where uh, moms are able to open up um, coffee shops in, in their city under the, the brand name and still leveraging that entrepreneurship and motherhood, but then literally having a place where they know their kids are welcome to come to work with them because they're going to be kids there anyway. Right. Like that's one of my big God goals that I have. Um, And, you know, just continuing to follow God and be like, okay, this is what we're doing today. That was unexpected, but it seems like it's working out so far. So let's, let's keep exploring this. (laughs) No, I, I, I love it. So, one of the things you do is coaching and you help moms who are starting businesses, maybe just tweaking their businesses, refining some things. But as you know, you've got the three young ones and businesses and all the things. There's somebody listening to this right now who's going, how would I possibly carve out an hour to speak with Brianna to help me get where I want to go because I have got so many plates spinning right now. If I, if I try to carve out an hour anytime in the next three months, I'm going to drop three plates. It's Mm, not even mm -hmm. something I can consider right now. What would you say to that person? First, I would let her know that I created digital courses for that exact reason. Um, so within Brands by Brie, we have what I call Brands by Brie Academy. So you can go to brandsbybrie.com to check that out. But it's literally self-paced courses that you can go through at three in the morning at, you know, 11 o'clock at night after the kids have gone to bed and you're like, okay, I could sit here and scroll on social media, or I could do something that I feel like is going to move me more forward in my uh, purpose. And so I, I, I created those because I did have one-on-one clients sometimes that would have just these huge gaps between our meetings. Cause they're like, life is happening right now. And you know, I got sick, my child got sick, this happened. So it was a way for me to package up that knowledge, but in a way that worked really well for them. Um, And then I would also say for someone who's like, no, I really want to talk directly with her. um, I would say, like, 
hire a babysitter sis you know hire or get your get your get a family member to come in um or bring your kids on the zoom call like i've had clients who have their children literally sitting in their lap and sometimes i have my sons either sitting on my lap or climbing over my shoulder or something like that right and it's like this is a safe place and this is not the place where i'm gonna be like oh my gosh that's just very unprofessional. You know, they need to kind of put their kids away. I'm like, no, I, I would not be building authentically because it's a great time if I can get my boys to stay behind the camera. But a lot of times they're like, hey, who's that? Do I know them? And I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> and, and a lot of my clients know my children by name at this point and they wave. And, you know, some of my clients are even like, oh, no, how are my internet nephews doing? That kind of thing. So, I would say if you're waiting to for it to look perfect, don't worry about that. And if you're also if you're also just like, no, really, I can't. If we were to sit down together, I would really want to give you my full attention. But I know I want to get started and kind of like build a little bit of that. I would say check out brandsbybree.com because I have a lot of different resources there that can kind of help you just get started. There's also a, an energy audit on there, which is one of my favorite things where I help guide mostly moms but really anyone who just needs help kind of navigating through um, a process that identifies what you're doing why you're doing it what can be delegated what can be dismissed because sometimes we make everything urgent and when everything is urgent and important it usually means that nothing is and sometimes we look and we find oh wow when I track my time I actually have more time than I thought right um one of my one of the women in my community, we went through the energy audit together and she's like, Brie, I've been saying for years that I wanted to start a business, but that I did not have enough time. She said, and I realized I watched TV at least two hours every single day. She said, if I could take even 30 minutes of that two hour block, five days a week, now I've just added two and a half hours to work on this potential business idea. And so I think that that's another thing is like identifying, do you really need to, does it need to be a 10 hour a week thing? Or could it be like a, I work on this maybe an hour a week and then it kind of grows from there. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's so good. Brianna, it's been such an honor getting to know you, hearing about your ministry really in your life as a ministry as as a wife, as a mom, as a servant in your local church, and all of the ways that you're serving moms as a business leader, entrepreneur. Is there anything else that you feel like you just need to share that that maybe somebody in our maybe somebody in our audience really needs to hear from you? So there's two things. Um, one, I would say it's a quote by Arthur Ashe, and it says to start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. Right. So Arthur Ashe is a, a tennis player for people who don't know. I used to work in this school in New Orleans that was named after him. And I would see that banner every day, you know, that I work there. Um, but I love that because I think that people and women specifically, I feel like we we create this pressure on ourselves of like, it needs to look like this before I can move forward. And that's just not, that's just not it. Like you think about the parable of the talents, the one who had one talent and was like, I don't know. I just, I needed to keep it safe. And so he buried it. God called him wicked and, and, yeah. and, and gave his stuff to somebody else. And so 
you don't want to be in a position where you're seeing the very thing that God gave you. You're seeing it in the earth because he's like, I wanted to use you to do it. But you said you were too busy or you were like, I can't do this or I got to wait till so-and-so's potty trained or I got to wait until so-and-so starts to drive or it's, it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be neat. It's going to be messy. But I think that that is an opportunity where we're able to see, you know, what Paul did, like that God's power really is made perfect in our weakness. And some of the most incredible things in my life have happened in seasons where things looked very messy, right? They just didn't look the way that I thought. And, you know, I've had um, two miscarriages this year and it's been really, really not just hard, but, you know, people talk about recalibrating. I feel like that's kind of what it's been because it called into question everything that I believe about hearing from God and, you know, it, that word surrender, right. Surrendering, surrendering my timeline, surrendering. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I just don't understand. You know, what's the purpose of letting someone get pregnant if they're not going to have a full, full pregnancy. And I know people who've had stillborns and, you know, I'm sharing those things because, I could have, that happened in March. Well, my second one happened in March. The other one happened last October. And so much good fruit has come from my life since then. But if I allowed things to stop or like, okay, I'm going to wait until I'm fully healed because it's an ongoing process. I was telling that to my husband this morning. I was like, random things will just trigger and I'll just start to cry, you know? But I'm like, I can't, I have not allowed that grief to paralyze me because there are people who need to hear what I'm saying. And scripture says um, that when we're comforted, it's so that we can comfort others. And I feel like it all, it's, it's just that great, our, our triumph and our, tri- our triumph is great, right? But people are going to not connect really with our triumph. They're going to, they're going to connect with our trials and our tribulations are like, Ooh, She's a worker from home. Yeah, I get that. She she had this thing happen. I get that. Oh, she has a sick family member. I, I went through that. She had a miscarriage. I went through that. And so I think that if we would just be willing to show up messy, so much more would get done. And, you know, you can apply that to anything. Evangelism. People are like, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to study this. And it's like, just go out there and, and just share your faith with someone and let God clean up whatever whatever needs to be cleaned up right and because you're not going to get better if you don't do it you're not going to get any better if you just kind of stay in your head and that can like I said that applies across the board parenting entrepreneurship um, homeschooling child we know that that can be very messy for my fellow homeschoolers listening to this right marriage it's just I know we want things to look a certain way and that's that I feel like that's a god-given thing because we're 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 longing for perfection which we'll experience in eternity. But until we're there, let's just have that willingness to do things messy. Yeah. That's you said a lot and I want to respond to all of it and I can't. Um, <laughs> but uh, some of the some of the things like you know, with a miscarriage, like, why does that happen? You know, and we don't get the answer a lot of times. I mean, you know, I'm sure like we never get the complete answer, at least in this life. And yet I think God, at least part of it, like maybe it's a small part of it. Maybe it's a big part of it, 
he's like, are you still going to trust me when, when things aren't going the way you think they should, do you still trust me? And, and a lot of people come to Jesus, like there's been this false or I won't say false gospel in America, in Western society for the last 50 years. I think it's just incomplete. This ask Jesus into your heart so you can go to heaven someday. Because mm. Jesus never said that. Jesus was never like, follow me so you get to go to heaven someday. Mm. Um, like in eternal life insurance, right? He, he, he said, the kingdom of heaven is now. You know, so how are we advancing the kingdom now? How are we being molded into his image now? And, and sometimes it's hard. And sometimes really terrible, horrible things happen. But are we still going to trust it? I feel like you just preached like 37 sermons and I just, <laughs> I just want to keep going, but we're out of time. Brianna, it's been an honor. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. How can people get in touch with you to learn more about you, to learn from you, to get enrolled in your academy, um, to employ you for all of the wonderful things you do? Absolutely. So really two places. Um, you can go to brandsbybree.com that has the academy information on there. If you are like, no, I do want to work with you, let's book a discovery call and my child will be present since you said that that's okay. <laughs> um, you can go to brandsbybree.com. BriannaLightfootSmith.com is really kind of just continuing to grow as God gives me these different things. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to put that there because I don't really know what other bucket it fits in. Um, if you're on social media, I'm on LinkedIn, Brianna Lightfoot Smith, and um, I'm on Instagram at B Lightfoot Smith. Pretty active in my DMs because I just love being able to have connections with people that way. So you can get connected with me over there. And um, I always like to leave people with a tool. So if you are someone who really is struggling, you feel like you're on the verge of burnout and you don't want to be like me and pass out in your car at seven months pregnant, or, you know, maybe you're a guy. You're just like, I don't want to, I don't know. I don't, I don't pass out from that, but I could pass out just from the stress of life. Right. Uh, I'd encourage you to go to brandsbybree.com forward slash burnout. I actually have a, that energy audit that I talked about. It's like a video PDF training. I have that in there. I have a Trello board template for you to kind of, um, if you guys are like project manager style and like to see your day laid out, I have that in there. And I have a delegation toolkit as well because we can't do all the things. And I think the moment that we realize that and make peace with that, everything changes for the better because something that I think we have to remind ourselves of is like, we're not supposed to be everything to everyone because God is. And I think that even in our earnestness sometimes we try to fill gaps only he can fill so i have that in there as well amen love it thank you so much i think people will get a lot of value out of this it's been a tremendous honor i am incredibly blessed